Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are going to be talking about season two of Dead to Me. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yes. I don't know why I always forget what it's called, um, but I got it right, so I shouldn't have even owned up to that. <laughs> um, it's a Netflix original. We loved the first season. Keep on listening to find out if we love the second season. And also, most of this episode will probably be filled with spoilers because it's kind of an impossible show to talk about without spoilers. Mm-hmm. At least so, spoiling the first season, it would be like really impossible not to do that. Exactly. So just watch the show, or if you don't care about spoilers, great. Yeah, if you just listen because you want to have our just our glowing, interesting commentary, <laughs> even if you haven't seen the show, then listen on. <laughs> Please, we're begging you. As per usual, there's some great. TV news to discuss first. Um, Mm -hmm. For starters, Jordan, did you watch the new trailer for Search Party Season 3? I did. Wow. Required required viewing. Required viewing if you've seen the first two seasons. Yes, true, because it does summarize the first two seasons and include highlights. Mm -hmm. And John Early... Even in his tweet is like, it's important to me that you rewatch seasons one and two so that none of these season three press uh, spoils it for you. The good news is, is that you can watch seasons one and two on HBO Max on the 27th, March 27th. So May 27th, probably. <laughs> Again, time is a social construct. I don't know what month it is. It's May. We know it's a month that starts with M. What more do you want? (laughs) (laughs) So May 27th, I hope everyone watches for the first time or rewatches or finishes because I know that there's like not all the episodes are available on TBS. So um, yeah, great news. Very, very, very great news. And we found out that people who already have HBO Go or, like, an HBO account through Hulu will automatically have access to HBO Max. Correct? Yes. And from what I – the email I got said that my um, HBO Now account – there's so many different options to have HBO. It's crazy. But mine will just automatically become HBO Max for no extra cost. So okay, pretty cool. Makes sense. Hope it works. <laughs> Crossing fingers. Uh, this is. I feel like it technically counts because there's going to be episodes, and it's something you can watch online. But um, I'm sure you saw the news that Taika is hosting a reading of James the Giant Peach in ten installments featuring basically every celebrity I've ever heard of reading the parts. And I think he's like reading kind of the narration of James and the giant peach. Wow. Okay. Actually I saw this video floating around, but I never got a chance to watch it or actually read what it was. This is great. Mm -hmm. 
I know it's so adorable and I feel like um I read a lot of Roald Dahl as a kid uh and I feel like Taika really fits the vibe because it's kind of it's like very it's like kind of dark humor and like mm-hmm. a little snarky and um yeah it was honestly the video is a lot to take in it was a little overwhelming mm-hmm. um he's there it's already tough and then <laughs> and then there's like a zillion people ranging from like Chris Hemsworth to Meryl Streep to Whoa. like Nick Kroll of course it's like every person I've ever even thought about in my life so it's a lot but it's really 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 cute and um I'll at least watch some of them I mean it's kind of a commitment but you know pretty cute idea and it's all over zoom but it will be on um youtube is it like every week sorry did you say that oh no i did not say that it's they'll be posted mondays wednesdays and fridays wow and there's 10 total apparently okay so yeah good to know love it okay i was shocked and confused when I saw that the politician season two is dropping on June 19th, mm-hmm. it seems so fast. I didn't even know that they had filmed it. I hadn't heard any news about this show at all since the first season came out. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm glad that you were just as confused because I was yeah very confused. Well, and it's funny too, since we were literally just talking last week about how there's too much Ryan Murphy content. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Ugh. I mean, I th- the more that I'm removed from the politician, the less I remember the stuff I liked about it. Hmm. Like, I'm not really that interested in the second season. For that's my personal reaction to yeah. the trailer. Especially because of all the Ryan Murphy overload. Yeah. I actually didn't even know that there was a pol- uh, a politician a trailer. So, I didn't even watch that. I only saw the poster. Well, that's the weird thing. That's how far along they are that there's even a trailer. Like, I guess if it's dropping so soon, that makes sense. But you know how it's yeah. li- usually like a little teaser. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Very crazy. This isn't really news, but I just barely saw before we started recording that today is the one year anniversary since the Game of Thrones f- series finale. Yes. That is Which, crazy. It is really shocking. It's But it's weird because it feels like it just happened and it happened like five years ago. Yeah, it's been... It, yeah, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> it's wild. I miss it. I really miss... It was really fun getting excited for every Sunday night to watch it and like the water cooler talk at work about everything and... Yeah, I feel like it's been a really, it's not, there hasn't really been a show like that that's been so involving <laughs> No, in a I, long time. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, and you are correct. One day it'll happen again. Mm-hmm. For our top three this week, we are kind of straddling between our quarantine top threes that we've been relying on and but also tying it into the show we watched this week dead to me um in season one and in season two they um they really like us to know that christina applegate's character um what's her name 
Jen. Oh, Jen. No wonder why I didn't know. <laughs> Can you tell me Linda Cardellini's character's name? No. It starts with a J. It's Judy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually probably could have. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to put one. you through that. It's stupid, but it is, it is easier to remember her name, I guess. Jen and Judy. Got it. Um, so Jen's character has a very stressful life and the, she, something that she does to de-stress is listen to extremely screamo music, very loud. And so I thought it would be fun to name our top three de-stressors. And I don't even know what Jordan's answers will be. So this will be fun. Yeah. I'm excited to hear yours as well. Um, I do I want to give a disclaimer. I feel like mine are, they're not nearly as unique as listening to screamo music, but they're all true. No. You know? Same. I'm not going to yeah. embellish to my life to make it more interesting, you know? No. Um, well, do you want to go first? What's your number three? Sure. I'll go first. Um, my number three is a new one Um, as of a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll have this one too, but... As Jordan has mentioned, she got a Nintendo Switch, and now I have a Nintendo Switch, and now I'm playing Animal Crossing, and wow, it is the best de-stressor in the whole world. I stayed up extremely too late last night playing it, and um, I was just having so much fun and forgot how stressed I was from the work day that day that I just stayed up until like 1.30 okay 12 30 actually now I don't even know I don't even know what time it was but it was late <laughs> and um yeah Animal Crossing that's my number three right now I honestly especially these days I should have added that to my list too because it really is it's as soothing as they say it's like you'd play it at your own pace the music is calming mm-hmm. it's so pretty to look at it's great the worst that can happen to you is you get a bee sting, you know? Exactly. And it doesn't even kill you. Like, you can't, like, die in this game. And you don't no. lose any of your saved data. Mm-hmm. It's great. I couldn't I'm be happier. I didn't put that, too. So. Well, I thought I was... I felt like I've been talking about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> now it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, actually, it's really nice to hear another person go on and on about it because... <laughs> It's just, it's validating. I couldn't be happier that you got a Switch, you know? Me too. So happy. Okay, that is an excellent item on your list. My uh, third one, I I mean, I like to eat snacks. And um, especially when I'm stressed. I'm not really one of those person who, people, I'm not one of those people who loses their appetites when they're really stressed out typically. Maybe occasionally. But something that really is uh, very comforting to me is eating hot Cheetos with chopsticks. Um, I feel like there's a joy in like having to focus on eating with my snack. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I agree. I yeah, totally see it. There's, there's like, like a focus involved. Yeah, there's like a tactile uh skill that involved in eating the hot cheetos because eating it with chopsticks is the greatest idea ever because then your fingers don't get all cheeto-y cheeto-y mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Another one that I think I've basically already been talking about, but right now, um, watching HBO's Girls is crazy. It's crazy to me how much I am like loving it and how much it calms me. And um, I also know it's not just me. I have another friend who's rewatching it at the same time, and we'll just text and be like, "Oh my gosh, how come we are loving this so much?" And um. Like, what? why is it so soothing? I honestly still don't really have an answer, but it really is just, like, bringing the zen out of me. So, still watching Girls and still loving it and using it as an escape, and it's still working, so. I love it. I mean, I totally get it. You know I love to rewatch things. Mm-hmm. It really is And I like- don't. I know. So that is, it's, I, weird. it's like a new, a new habit for you. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting when it's like kind of a stressful show that is soothing a little bit. Mm -hmm. Cause like, yeah, sometimes those characters are really stressful, but sometimes the comparison is nice. Yeah. Like at least that's not happening to me. Yeah, exactly. At least I wouldn't cope with trauma in that way. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mine is kind of in a similar vein about like kind of familiarity, which I think is kind of like a a definitely a trend for me in times of stress. Um, but mine is like specifically if I'm having like a stressful, heavy work day, um, and I can't really listen to a podcast. I like I need to be kind of focused. Um it's helpful to listen to like familiar, very familiar music that I love um, rather than like new things, like a, like new, mu- even just new music. Sometimes I'm like, I'm focusing too much on that. I need to like get into the zone more. Um, and the one I was thinking of specifically, because not only does it soothe me, but it uh, a few years ago, my dog would be really restless at night. And if I would play mystery of love by Sufjan Stevens on a loop, she would calm down. <laughs> I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I know, right? And honestly, it calms me down as well. And so, like, there was a day when I was like, okay, I really have to get this work done. And I just put that on. And my dog also started taking a nap. So, it's, she's like, it's like Pavlov's dogs. And (laughs) when she hears that, she just calms right down. And so do I. And so, that really saved both of us from stress. Uh, I think it was like last week, two weeks ago. Who knows when it was, but it was kind of foolproof listening specifically to Mystery of Love. Yeah, and it's nice to always know the the song. Totally. Like, it was, it just, yeah, it's like very, very peaceful and beautiful. And like music like that, like kind of, I have like a playlist to kind of similar stuff. Mm-hmm. But specifically that song I did put on a loop that day and wow very calming my number one is actually very similar to yours that you just said um because my number one de-stressor is listening to music extremely loud so i can't even hear my own thoughts and driving around and the song that has been bringing me the most comfort in this time i think i've already talked about this too wow i'm just like a very repetitive boring person but 
Dancing on My Own by Robin. I will not be surprised if that is my number one song um, this year on Spotify because I every time I feel sad or lonely or upset or stressed, I turn on that song and it is an instant mood changer and like I just can't help myself but dance and cry and release all of my emotions. So that's the one I've been jamming to the most. Also, um, never mind, can't remember the title of the song, so I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not dumb or boring. I feel like dancing on my own is also so perfect because it's in such a like epic scene in girls. It's true. So it's they like come it's hand in hand. Exactly. Like it's just all there. Um, no, that is perfect. Especially I think the driving aspect too, you know, Mm -hmm. there's something I was actually talking about that with my roommate where it's like, normally we're driving more, like we both have commutes typically, but now we're working from home. So we don't have a commute to like really belt it out. Um, and just like be completely free while you're like singing along to whatever you're listening to. Um, and it's something I totally took for granted. So to just be able to blast it so loud. I have been missing driving a lot. So I find any excuse to just go drive around. Even if the excuse is driving around. Yeah. it's Well, and especially that's like, I know that's one of your like favorite things to do. Yes. Specifically. I think it's something I was taking for granted. Never really realized. I know. How lucky we were to just drive. Seriously. It is weird because it's like I rarely, I like never fill up my gas tank anymore. It's like, great. It's probably like once a month. It's funny because our our one and two kind of flip flop from each other because my number one is watching, um, like old shows that I love. Um, the most common ones and like it's been true during quarantine and it always is if I'm kind of stressed. I always like kind of return to Seinfeld episodes and like just kind of going through the seasons and like finding my favorite episodes and just watching those all in order mm-hmm. um and same for bob's burgers because they're both very like contained pr- like problems are solved in one episode what is more soothing than that <laughs> and it's like characters that i already know and love and they're very just like happy funny shows and it is like the ultimate security comfort blanket for me it just feels like home you know yeah, I know that about you, and I love that about you. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me the ways of rewatching and finding comfort in it. Wow, you're welcome. Happy to share that, because it really is brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into Dead to Me Season 2? Definitely. And I feel like, I mean, can we do like a spoiler-free just like, basic reactions to the season just in case people are like yeah. I haven't watched it yet I'm or trying like, should I should shouldn't I watch it yes I think that's a good idea okay overall I liked it I do I've I've the only we've only briefly kind of discussed the show with each other mm-hmm. um and you brought up how it's like it is a really funny show and yeah I I agree it's really it's really just enjoyable. Um, this season definitely took a lot of twists and turns like the first season did. Like every At the end of every episode, basically, there's like a new bomb is dropped on everyone. 
Um, and I think which is like, how the first season was too, and I forgot yes. that about the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I'm the same. I forgot that too. Um, and I loved the cast again. Like I loved them in the first season. I think that I liked the first season overall definitely more than this one. But I still enjoyed it. So I feel like if you liked the first season, you should definitely still watch season two. Yeah, I feel like I feel the same. Um, I think the first season just felt like something really like new and refreshing and something that I hadn't really seen in a scene ever, I guess. And um, the second season kind of just felt like the first season all over again to me. So it was good and I liked it. But I think I would have liked a little bit more... um, a little more umph, you know, just like a little bit more mag- like put in a little something different and change it up a little bit. Totally. I, agree I don't necessarily that. know how, but um, I think yeah. I just got really uh, I kind of got sick of the same thing over and over again and felt a little bit more frustration than I did the first season. Yeah, it definitely felt a little stale. I I'm remembering even there's even some episodes in the first season where they like go that one where they like go on like a staycation. So like I felt like they were even more differences in the first season mm-hmm. than in the second season. Like they didn't really do a lot of other stuff. Does no. that make sense? Like there weren't a lot of new settings. No. And there wasn't that much happening and there wasn't really that new of like I guess there I don't know. It just felt like the first season all over again, just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there are still some things. Um, I like that the characters like go through kind of the emotional journey mm-hmm. and emotional journey in the second season. So it's not like there's no, there are no consequences, you know, from actions in the first season. Cause that kind of bugs me sometimes when things are just like forgotten about. Um, so that was good, but it definitely, yeah, it didn't feel, I don't know. You said it best when it's like the first season felt original. This season was definitely a lot less original because it was rehashing a lot of the first season, but I still think it's worth watching because it was still fun and pretty quick to watch. Yeah. Very quick. And funny. Um, the yeah. Banter and it's is still great between Jen and Judy. Totally. Yeah, the cast is still great. I feel like if it weren't such a great cast, it would be way more boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really they're still really fun to watch. So yeah, that was good. Um, I mean, even to talk about the cast, I think now we have to move into spoilers. Yeah, let's get into actual discussion and not be so vague. <laughs> um. I would say my favorite part, oh my gosh, I'm James Marsden. a crazy person because am I the only one or do you get James Marsden confused with Paul Rudd? Um, but normal? <laughs> I feel like I don't get them confused, but I feel like they have such similar vibes and it doesn't help that Paul Rudd was on that show where he was a clone. Yes, I think that might have been especially why yeah. it was confusing to me. Especially because those shows have very similar vibes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but I was really happy they were able to bring James Marsden back in a really funny, quirky way. 
And I thought his character was really interesting, and a lot of things he said made me laugh really hard. He was the funniest part of the season to me. Yes. Everything he said was so, like, it was weirdly unpredictable. Mm-hmm. He, oh my gosh, I loved him. I mean, I really, James Marsden is, like, such a fun person. I was sad if we didn't get him in season two. Because um, I guess if we're talking about spoilers now... Season one ends with the giant cliffhanger of them killing James Marsden's character. Mm -hmm. And he's Judy's husband, who's like a huge jerk in the first season. And so when they when he shows up and he's like, like the really nice, happy version of him, because he's like his twin brother. It was really funny. Um, Yeah, I thought it was great. Especially because he can play both of those personalities really well. Mm hmm. And I wouldn't say I'm always supportive of, like, trying to just, like, keep writing, like, a person into the show, even though their character died. I mean, I can't really think off the top of my head how many, how many shows have done that or, like, what shows have done that. But I feel like it's happened multiple times. And I, like, fully supported it this time. Yes. And the way that they introduce him was in a really fun end of the episode shocker moment. For me, like I was, mm-hmm. it was really funny. I I really liked it. Yep. I was fully on board. I was also fully on board with his romance with Jen. I thought they were really good together, and I liked them together. I was extremely into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is skipping ahead, but I, I felt like I did not like how the se- like the season ended. I agree. I, I felt very underwhelmed. Yeah, and I f- it was interesting because I felt like there were good spots for the episode to end that were, like, kind of cathartic and were, like, I was like, oh, that's, like, a nice, happy ending with still maybe something interesting could happen in season three, if they're doing a season three. And then to have, like, that whole random car accident was just so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Especially because they showed that everyone lived. Yes, that so, was like, extremely confusing of why I would they it do that. would have been a little bit better had they shown that we didn't know if Jen was alive or dead. Mm-hmm. Even though we would have known she lived. But, like, the fact that they showed it is really bizarre to me. Yeah, it, it left you, instead of, they could have left it on a shocking moment. And instead, mm-hmm. it was like, I'm not, like, was the shocking moment supposed to be that he drove away? And I was like, I just feel weird. Um, and I thought it was really strange that it's like, so it's in the middle of the day. I I don't know how detailed we want to get into this. Um, but I thought it was really weird that it's like an afternoon, bright and sunny. And like, so Judy, she doesn't even look to see who the driver was or like notice his car or anything like that just yeah. felt kind of strange. I was I like, I think that she would have realized who it was. Yeah. Like, and it almost like, I get that she's concerned about Jen, but Jen's like talking and like responding to her question and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, maybe you just like gotten a really serious hit and run. You don't look at all to see who the driver was or anything. That was really kind of dumb to me. I agree. So it's like the whole last like three to five minutes of the episode, I was kind of like, I I don't know. I didn't, I thought it was a bad ending. Yeah. Especially because it's like, oh, great. Now we kind of have to go through almost the same 
story again. Yeah, that's that's why I think I'm worried because I think it's just going to be the same exact thing. But I don't really know what this one is because no one actually died. Yeah, it's true. It's almost like so like, oh, the car <laughs> hurt. The car hurts. Uh, well, it's also they set up plot lines that like future plot lines that I'm like not interested in, like the son finding those letters. I was like, mm-hmm. do we can we just like move on from the murder? Like it's whatever sweep it under the rug let's have different drama um and then didn't didn't james marsden like find out something that they killed him or something like that i honestly don't remember i don't either i just which is bad clearly i mean we literally just watched this Mm -hmm. and i felt like it by the end it was getting really soapy um and not in, like, a kind of fun way like it had been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually is kind of weird now that I'm thinking about it. How much I... I remember very specific things from the beginning of the season. And I remember nothing from the end, really. Yeah. I and that's kind more. of weird. Yeah. I feel like the, th- the where they should have ended it, in my opinion, is when she's in the car with the police lady. Mm-hmm. And she's, Same. like telling her she's off the hook which i thought Mm -hmm. i was like i was kind of shocked i was like wow that's crazy that they're doing that and because i was picturing them setting up season three of like a legal battle you know yes um which now i guess i'm kind of disappointed that that's not the route they took if they're gonna have some another car accident cover-up like so boring Mm -hmm. um but like there was like kind of a cute conversation with jen and judy like forgiving each other and stuff and that would have been like a great ending of the season yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that's that was kind of strange to me. And I'm mad because like I could we could have left off the season on like a pretty feeling good about the season, but that made me it kind of tainted it for me. Yeah. Dang it. I know. But it's true. Um I did really like uh Judy's relationship with uh Natalie Morales. What's her name in the show? Michelle? I think it is Michelle. I liked their relationship. I thought they were fun together and had really great chemistry. Yeah, I agree. Um, it also said, I felt like I was being able to predict. I was like, oh, like, does Judy realize this is a date? You know, mm-hmm. I was like, are they going to try and have like some weird conversation? But I was glad they just kind of like skipped anything like that. You know? Yeah, it was just like normal. Yeah, it just felt it felt very natural. I really I really liked them, too. I thought they were great together. And the reveal that her ex is the cop was really funny to me. I was like, okay, that is hilarious. Yeah, I, I was should... like, the cop's coming out. She's coming out, isn't she? It's her house. <laughs> and it was. That is so funny. I, like, didn't even think. I should have been going through my head, like, okay, who are the other characters <laughs> in this show that this could possibly be? There was really only one, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. So that was, uh, that was funny. Um, oh, something I had forgotten all about the um, children's church choir. So I liked being reintroduced to that. Yes. Um, um, I was dying when um, James Marston was like, I was in that choir. <laughs> <laughs> he was he, like, if without him, this season would have been like a lot less entertaining. Yeah, I I completely agree. There still would have been. I still love Christina Applegate. I still love Linda Cardellini, and Natalie Morales was a great addition too. 
but um he really was like just the surprise of the season for me he was so funny yeah he was great he really made it well there you have it our feelings on season two of dead to me it's extremely extremely fast to watch i watched it in probably like two and a half days uh two and a half days that doesn't really make sense probably three days (laughs) (laughs) and it is fun and funny but still gotta be still gotta keep it real you know totally i've i still feel like it's probably in like my upper favorite shows on netflix Mm -hmm. of netflix originals it's definitely up there for me but yeah definitely still has flaws um but overall still pretty good well um who is your crush of the week (sighs) well i mean i i was i was kind of holding back on how much i loved uh james James (laughs) martin yes because he i i texted this to taylor and i think you i don't remember where you were at in the show but i was like this happy James Marsden, I have to, it's funny because in my notes I keep, I wrote Jason Marsden on accident because, and so I keep almost saying that, Um, but he was like so Jason Ritter in this season that it was like, I was having like a real crush on like a real person watching this. Um, I love to have a real crush in quarantine, you know? I know. It's honestly funny because I was like, I am having like... I am, like, flustered by this, like, dorky hot guy more than I was flustered when I was watching normal people, which is very strange. Wow. Because this was not, like, a sexy show. It's just, like, he was just, like, too um, perfect. I was, like, getting embarrassed. Um, I think it's just, like, I love the – he felt like a very – it was a very interesting character because he felt real and, like, you meet someone who seems, like, is this person for real but then you find out like yeah they just are but they're also capable of being like funny and normal too and he's wearing like a fleece vest <laughs> and just is so dorky yeah he seemed extremely real and um like someone we would know in real life totally and the kind of person that like they just become this like gem to you you're like oh them i don't even remember his character's name ben oh them oh Oh, them ben (laughs) oh that ben um but yeah i was like falling in love with him so this is definitely my crush i had a feeling you would be choosing him so i am (laughs) gonna go with one that i've already used probably during quarantine but i watched the community uh, reunion table read last night and uh, Donald Glover the real kicker was that he was wearing a gold chain and I'm hooked on chains now <laughs> thank you very much it's so Connell, perfect in normal people <sighs> but he also hot priest did a um poetry reading on amelia clark's instagram and he also was wearing a chain so the chain is not going away and it is only 
going to make quarantine crushes even harder. Mm-hmm. And that is all I have to say about that. It's a thing. It is like a trend now, officially. Yeah. If these like three, I mean, two of those people are real life fashion icons, mm-hmm. honestly, for men, for men's fashion. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing. It's officially a thing with a capital T. And I need to watch out for it. Yeah, you need to like <laughs> wear a helmet when you're walking around. <laughs> <laughs> or when you're scrolling through Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my crush of the week. He yeah. was very cute and um very smiley and funny. And yeah, I feel like I'm cheating, but I'm not. You're not cheating. I actually wondered if you would pick him, pick him because I knew you watched the table read, which I haven't watched yet. But the clips that I've seen, it's like this. We haven't seen that Donald in a while, you know? No, it's been we're in a Donald drought. Yeah. And so especially while you're watching Community, because I feel like when you watch Community, you feel like, you know, Donald Glover better, you know, because mm-hmm. he's just like so goofy. You just and, see a completely different uh, side of him. Exactly. And so then for him to like bring it all home again is mm-hmm. just like magic it's very special um also i think we just have a little bit of bonus content because taylor swift's city of lover is that what it's called yes um i love that i always need uh you to support me in <laughs> what i name things or call things <laughs> well the, like you're I feel like you're usually right. <laughs> and I'm like, often wrong, so I just need your validation. <laughs> happy to happy to give it whenever you need it. Um it's now on Hulu and Disney Plus and my only negative thing to say about it it is way too short, but it is amazing. Seriously, like especially while I was watching it um Obviously, like, we're both huge Taylor Swift fans, but I was like, this is just great, a great performance. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's like some of her best vocals I've ever heard. Yeah, she sounds amazing. She looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Her outfit's amazing. Her um, jokes are amazing. She's just amazing. I love her. I, um... I feel like, too, it's really fun because it's, like, it's not all acoustic, but even her non-acoustic songs are very, it's still very low-key. Like, she doesn't have a costume change. Um, Like, it's just kind of her and her band mm-hmm. and her backup singers. And there's, like, a screen, but it's basically, like, feels like a, a super low-key show, especially for a Taylor Swift show. Yeah. And you, it's, like, focuses on these amazing songs. Yeah, so, it was perfect. Yeah, I'm glad good. we have it. Couldn't recommend that more highly. It's only 40 minutes long, mm-hmm. sadly, but also if you just want a quick little thing to watch, yeah. great. Well, good luck and goodbye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how to end these things. It's hard. <laughs> I like good luck and goodbye is really good, though. <laughs> it's like it's dramatic and yet concise (laughs) dark and yet optimistic (laughs) that's me
Uh, All right. Well, I'll say it again. Good luck and goodbye. Good luck and goodbye. (laughs) 